Hey everybody, this is Gameology's bandwagon intermittent episode all about Pokemon Go. That's right, so I'm your host Matt. And I'm Attila Gabriel Pnieski of Bluish Green Productions. Now Attila, I was asking you about this because you, I mean, I know you're a huge Pokemon fan, but you're not playing Pokemon Go. I'm not, yeah. I mean, it just launched in Canada the other day, which is why we had occasion to record this. Um, And yeah, uh, Matthew was wondering, why am I not playing Pokemon Go if I'm such a huge fan of Pokemon? And, uh, Cause you're busy. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm walking to and from work, and ni- on neither of those occasions can I afford to, like, you know, go out of my way and try and catch an imaginary Pokemon. Um, I've seen footage of the game; it's not particularly enticing, especially because what I what I like about Pokemon is, you know, the the core gameplay, like the battles and the world, and it's just it's not there in the right. game, and I think that's for a very specific reason. Um, I believe that Nintendo is sort of creating these sort of supplementary experiences on other devices that basically serve as like almost a source of advertising for their sort of core um, games. Like the the iPhone game is free, um, but it serves as like an advertising platform of like, oh, and if you want to get the real Pokemon experience, come over to our hardware and plonk down some real cash for a premium Pokemon experience. But it's it's the type of advertising that is making them money. I mean, this is yeah. the kind of advertising you'd want to pay big money for. An $8 billion increase in their market value or share value. Yeah, that value. blew my mind when I saw that. And that, you know, it the fact that they are, like, this is actually the same thing that uh, Fallout 4 did when they released Fallout Shelters. Like, that was effectively a marketing campaign for Fallout yeah. 4. But they just put the effort into making an actually good game. And it it was something it was like it was advertising that people were actively partaking in like how how happy do you think they were about that that they were actually making money on the advertising for the game even if they just broke even that was worth it for sure and we're seeing this in other advertising realms where instead of having an ad that people are conditioned to tune out like mm-hmm. oh it's an ad i don't well, i don't want to hear about it now uh say Jack Daniels, the whiskey company, instead of just trying to force uh, an annoying radio ad down, they'll set up an area where they bring you in and they give you food Mm -hmm. and they'll pair it, food that perfectly pairs with the whiskey. You're seeing all this whiskey merchandise everywhere. And it's it's that kind of engaging marketing that are people going towards and people will download this game because it's it's just pure fun. You don't have to spend any money, but it's getting Pokemon on your mind. I mean, we've seen stories come out that obviously the price for the Pokemon Red and Blue Game Boy cartridges are skyrocketing big mm-hmm. time. They're probably up just as much as the Nintendo shares because <laughs> it's reminding people like, right, yeah, Pokemon was pretty fun. And because this is a, a shallow experience, you want to go deeper. I mean, it's 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 really perfect that way. Will they evolve it in a way so that you could do more of like the battling or the turn-based battling? I don't know, because it, it seems to fit a mobile ex- experience to just catch something, grab it, and move along. Because a mobile phone is something that does a lot of tasks for a short amount of time. Check your email, send a text, take a phone call, capture a Pokemon. Yeah, I, I mean, you were originally concerned that Nintendo was going to like abandon their... You want to go ahead with that? Yeah, I was thinking about Konami and how they've ditched um, the Metal Gear Solid idea. They they seem really against um, giant projects. And it makes a lot of sense. I mean, a game that costs you hundreds of millions of dollars that has to sell... Nintendo said they have to sell, what, 10 million units of Zelda to break even of the newest Zelda. Mm. This... I mean, the, the pro, if you're a money person and these, these are businesses, mm-hmm. they're in it to make money. And in, they have, you'd like to think they have this heart of the gamer, as, you know, Iwata said, you know, rest in peace. But in the end, it is a money thing. And I'm, I'm, 
I'm hoping, best case scenario, that all this money from Pokemon Go just means Nintendo can stay very vibrant, but I'm really hoping that it doesn't lure them to the dark side of uh, freemium games. Right. And then, you know, this is where I sort of let in with my point from earlier, was where, where I said that um, just because the, these, like, you know, games that cost, well, you know, I'm sure Pokemon Go still cost a lot of money to produce, but relatively just you know, because it exploded, because so many people have flocked to this product, that, um, you know, they, they've made, I'm sure they've probably made all that money back, you know, overnight, um, if not within the first couple hours. But the thing is, this was such a massive flash in the pan kind of thing that, you know, th this is the reason that Pokemon Go was so popular is because it was building on decades, right? Pokemon's been out for two decades at least, I think. Uh, yeah, first this, one came out in 1996. Yeah, there you go. So this is building on literally yep. two decades <laughs> of um, you know popularity and hype and people who loved the core games. And I, as I said, um, this game is just going to serve as a sort of gateway for people to say like, ah, I like this Pokemon thing. Maybe maybe I'll try the actual game out. And it's it's funny how like I, I like the core Pokemon games. I'm not playing Pokemon Go. I've heard so many people talking about like they don't even play pokemon they don't even like pokemon but they'll play pokemon go just because it's this phenomenon it's just like you know it's it's kind of cool to see pokemon superimposed a little twitchy in the real world <laughs> on yeah i've seen some you know nice images of them like sitting on somebody's head and i mean it's that that's a new sort of gimmicky kind of technology that works and we saw this with the wii that it was um it was easy for people to get involved in because like for someone who didn't want to operate a dual stick controller with 12 mm -hmm. buttons and two joysticks you could hand them a wii remote and they could bowl i mean people can look at something on their screen and they can flick at it and it's and they're cute and it's and it's something different and it's it's the engagement of i mean they tried with certain games to try to get you on your feet and moving around but this i mean this is by far the most successful one obviously and it's 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 neat that it's bringing people together is, yeah. is probably the most interesting part about it and i think that's the kind of experience you're not seeing sure people play online with each other but there's a big difference between meeting someone online that you might never see again and can remain completely anonymous mm -hmm. and seeing somebody face to face face to face yeah because you can't just go up to somebody and say something that a 12 year old might you know call you on halo that we're not going to say here <laughs> yeah you're not going to say that to somebody I, I tell you what a 12 year old's not going to talk to me in a park face to face the way he talks to me <laughs> when we're playing some they first might talk to other 12 year olds that way but not to you not to us <laughs> and that's what that's all we care about right right and that's and that's it is that and you see this huge um adults to children playing this game uh and like you mentioned, two decades old, people that maybe this was their first game. I know mm -hmm. you've talked about how this was a big moment for you is playing on your Game Boy. That yeah, the very first Pokemon Blue. Right, first and, game I ever and it didn't have a save battery, right? Yep. <laughs> you know the beginning of that game pretty yep. well. Uh, so now those people have kids and disposable income. And this is something that, how great is it to walk around with your kid and show them something and, and, and share that interest? Yeah, I think that, like... It's. It, I really like that Pokemon Go exists. I don't. I'm not going to play it. Um, I'm just. I yeah. It, it's. It's an incredible thing. I. I love Nintendo, so I'm super glad to hear that their shares rose such a crazy percentage. Yeah. Uh, I hope it. I hope it uh, persuades them to do more things like this. I don't think anything's ever going to convince them to put their, um, their actual like first party games on third-party hardware like android or ios 
Um, because as I said, this is the gateway. This is what they're doing is that they want you to, they, they're putting games into people's hands on hardware that they already have, and they're offering a more fulfilling experience on their own hardware. And they, they want you to get that into your home so that you can, you know, because the, the way that these companies, um, make so much money is through a controlled ecosystem, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. how the, um, that's how Apple's made ridiculous amounts of money on the App Store. They don't have to make any apps themselves. They just have to control an ecosystem where they get 30% of every single sale. They take sale. a huge premium compared exactly. to other platforms. And, and that's why Nintendo doesn't want to make a whole lot of money on Pokemon Go. They want you to play Pokemon Go so, as long as you're happy with it. But then they want you to come over to their ecosystem where, you're get, where they're getting 100% of the profit um, on right. much larger investments, right? Like the average and is probably going to spend a stupid amount of money on in-game microtransactions in Pokemon Go. But they're going to be plonking down, you know, $40 for a uh, 3DS game, $60 for a Wii game or Wii U game, even more for uh, who knows how much the NX games are going to cost. But those are like much larger uh, investments. And don't forget, a lot of Nintendo um, games, well, I shouldn't say a lot, but an increasing number of Nintendo games now support microtransactions. A lot of the 3DS games, there are like at least two free Pokemon games on the 3DS that you can get right now for free and play for free. They're just like, there's one's like a match three puzzle game and one is a, um, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a Pokemon Rumble. That's what, that's what the game's called. Okay. But it just, you, you have little like Pokemon figures that you move around in battle. And both of those games are free and microtransaction supported on Nintendo's ecosystem. They're getting 100% of the profit. They are not giving that up. Um, Here's the thing. I can see them conceding the mobile front. I can see Nintendo giving up that fight. Um, I know that there's been like rumors of the NX being able to do something beyond the sort of core console um, space. Like the the, the console is going to do something on its own, and then maybe you can take the controller with you, and it can act as its own sort of thing. But I, I don't think Nintendo. Um, you know, they they've got maybe one more mobile console in them. You know, Sony had to pull out. Sony had to give up on the Vita. Um, they're not going to do anything else in that space. Um, but if Nintendo's sort of conceding the front of mobile hardware, of just saying, like, okay, we'll basically release these free advertising campaigns on your iOS and Android devices, but if you want to get your good old Nintendo, you come home and you play on our console, because that's, you know... It, it, it talking about business sense, talking about bottom line, that is the bottom line. They are right. going to continue creating that premium experience because that's what fuels the interest and demand for the free products, which, you know, it creates this nice cycle of like, you know, the, the free products bring you into the hard, the, the hardware at your, on your um, home console. And then the hardware home console provides premium experiences, which make you interested in the free experiences and so on and so forth. Yeah, they don't they don't want to put this stuff on any Microsoft or Sony platforms. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be in the Windows App Store. They want to keep it apart from them. And you mentioned the word gateway drug to get people to come to Nintendo. I said gateway. I didn't say gateway drug, did I? Uh, no, you didn't. I just filled that in with my drug-fueled mind. But uh, I, I almost think of it being a gateway for Nintendo being so tempted by the success of, of Pokemon Go that maybe they might want to bring in Mario to the party and 
could we see him on a phone? I, I mean, yes, the, absolutely. Yeah, I mean the way the way you're seeing it. I mean, is there any conf- confirmation of that? No, no, no. I'm just saying oh, that, yeah, like that, that they, they, they are they are. I, I'm absolutely sure that we are going to see a Mario based experience. You didn't right. see the air quotes there, but they were there. <laughs> trust me. I heard that. Um, <laughs> they you're you're not going to have Mario platforming on a phone because your phone doesn't have a joystick yeah. and it doesn't have buttons. You are going to have something with Mario's face on it in an app. That's going to happen. You're going to have, like, uh, you know, Smash Brothers. You're going to have all the Nintendo franchises in some form or fashion in an app. But like a Mario won't... Paint AR game. Yes, exactly. Something like that. That's not the core Mario experience. Um, God, I can't believe that this game is not like Pokemon Snap. I know you can take pictures of Pokemon in the real world, and that's such a like a quiet feature of it. But everyone wanted Pokemon Snap, and if you could, you know, if if they could take advantage of like the the phone's capabilities to make Pokemon Go more like that, well, you know, maybe I will download it after all. Because okay. I, I know that you, I know that you can, I know that you can do that now. I know that you can take pictures of Pokemon in the game space, but they don't look th- great. They don't look great. And they, and furthermore, you can't place Pokemon in the world. This is, these are Pokemon that are already in the game world. And then you can just, you know, create a sort of opportunity around. I know that that's, I mean, that is the sort of essence of photography of like wildlife photography is like finding the, if we, here we see the Pokemon in their natural environment and uh, trying to snap a photo of it. And then, you know, getting in on it and making some shenanigans, making it look like it's sitting on your head or something like that. Right. But, um, I'm, you know, I'd be very surprised if we didn't see more experiences on the mobile uh, space, especially given the success of of Pokemon Go. But it's, I will be shocked. And, you know, I I entirely acknowledge that I could be proven wrong here, but I, I really do not think we are going to see any core Nintendo experiences on mobile hardware, at least not for a while yeah i think they would they'd really have to be tempted into it and i I really appreciate that nintendo uh gets it that finely tuned platformers just don't work on a phone i mean i've gone through a phase where i thought it'd be great to have a game boy advance simulator on my phone but i mean unless it's an rpg or something yeah that's it yeah you don't want to play metroid or mario that way um yeah it would make so much more sense if the pokemon that you have captured you could take those and put them wherever you want and make your own picture. I mean, Snapchat is so popular as well. It's another yeah. huge phenomenon. It's because people are enjoying messing around with photos and being able to take a bit more time with it where you're not trying to catch a Pokemon before it's gone and you have a certain amount of time and, and you changing your life for this Pokemon to make the picture look good rather than you mm-hmm. just take it, draw it on, make it work out. Well, that was our bandwagon episode on Pokemon Go. Uh, you can We're find sorry. Me, yeah, you can find uh, me on Twitter at GameThinkTalk. Attila? You can follow me on Twitter at BluishGreenPro, or you can visit my website, BluishGreenProductions.com, where you can find my extended thoughts on the things that we discuss on the podcast, as well as submit your own questions or comments to be read on the show. Bye for now. Bye.